All right, welcome back to another episode of Agnes and Leona, the weekly podcast. Weekly. We're doing it. Consistency is key. That's so gross. Fucking hate that so much. I would also like to know. Yep, off the rails. Off the rails already. We're not even started yet. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing this to sell anything, to promote ourselves, to become a mastermind of podcasts. None of that. No, this is this is art in its purest form. <laughs> terrifying and Isn't beautiful. It? It's terrifying and beautiful. <laughs> Sometimes confusing, conflicting, you're not sure where to look or what to do with your hands. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh my god. So anyway, yeah, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Episode, uh, we're like seven episodes in now, or eight. Whatever. We're really happy to be here. We hope someone else is too. But if not, it's okay. I'm okay. You're okay. This is a good segue. I'm okay. You're okay. So therapy. So we're going to talk about therapy. We're going to talk about therapy today and how, how it's okay to just like... Not be okay. Not be okay. Cheers. Feel like Killing it. it. <laughs> Killing it today. I Mercury went retrograde. That might be it. Oh, is that why we're so fucked? That's why technology might fail, but we're okay. We're good. Uh, therapy. Let's let's stay the course. Stay the course. <laughs> Steer the ship. Right <laughs> the ship. Sure. Um, therapy. Yeah. We are openly large proponents of therapy. We've both been to therapy. We both like therapy. We have not been to therapy together. We should. That would be amazing. Oh my God. God. We could go to a therapist weekly and then podcast about it. I think that therapist would need a series of therapists. (laughs) They'd be like, oh dear God. So... Not, not, I, I, not judging, not thinking therapy is... No, I think therapy is fucking great, great. genuinely. Like, sometimes Super. you need a professional to deal with your shit. Yeah. And also, sometimes... I feel like I need a team right now. <laughs> okay. So, in an effort to laugh about therapy, because a lot of times you cry. <laughs> <laughs> or you pick up, like, a good magazine subscription. I did that at my therapist. God, she had the best magazines in her office. Really? Dwell. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Such a good magazine. I had a therapist once who had a really nice National Geographic collection. I always enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. So you you pick up some sound advice, maybe Mm -hmm. a a subscription to a magazine or, I don't know, these days, whatever, not magazines you subscribe to. Been a while, but go on. Um, And you just have like a sounding board. Which is kind of what this is. This is kind of like our therapy. This is therapy. It's our sounding board. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Just no one gives feedback. <laughs> <laughs> or a fuck. <laughs> True. <laughs> but I think we should talk about uh, one of the funny experiences you had with therapy. And oh, my favorite. It, my it's my favorite. It was, this is one of my favorite stories of yours <laughs> because it was when we first became friends. Mm-hmm. Kind of like early on. Did I tell you this early on? Early on into the relationship. (laughs) Aww. Because we were just talking about like needing to vent and Mm -hmm. something came up and you're like, yeah. And you launched into the story and I was like, oh, this is going to work out swimmingly. (laughs) We're good here. Really? Wow. Yeah, because I just remember being like, your family is the level of crazy of my family. Oh yeah, my family's batshit crazy. Yeah. And and I say that with 
all of the love. Like, I feel like oh, people might hear, they'd be like, oh, your family's crazy. My family is crazy, but we're fun crazy. We're like Royal Tenenbaums crazy. Um, I'm jealous of that. <laughs> crazy nonetheless. So years ago, I was, um, I was getting ready to move across the country, actually. Here? And, here, to the west of the United States. And I had lived in the same city as my parents, my family, my whole life. So, but mind you, I was in my 30s. Like, it's not like, you know, an 18-year-old, like, going off to college for the first time. I just, you know, was in my 30s and had decided that I needed a change in my life. And I was moving across the country. And my relationship with my mother, like, deteriorated significantly. Because well, like, you cut the umbilical cord at 30. I know. Well, but, like, who knew I, there was even an umbilical cord? Like, I wasn't... You never cut it. It stays there. Well, I just, like, I've always been super independent and do my own thing. But, like, I didn't realize how, like, me, the proximity of me, like, being near my parents, how my mother would react to me being like, hey... Don't mind me, I'm going to move 2,000 miles away. Well, it didn't go over well. That's odd. My dad shipped me off, literally drove with me to L.A. with a in a car and just left me before the days of GPS and like smart serious? cars. Oh, yeah, hopped in the car with me. I was like, you're moving to L.A.? Cool, I'll drive with you. And then literally left me in L.A. 18 with a car and no idea where the fuck I was going. And was like... Have fun. So meanwhile, my parents, I don't know if I've ever told you this. When I was a kid, I was in, I think it was like the years between fifth and sixth grade. My dad cut the umbilical cord. I didn't have a choice on that So my parents sent me to space camp, which was like the most amazing experience ever. But it was a sleepaway camp, right? And so here I am, like a little kid, so excited for this thing. Found out decades later that they came with me and spied on me the entire fucking week. Excuse me? They spied on me. How? They stayed at the same hotel. I was a kid. I wasn't paying attention to, like, the tall, gangly guy and my New Jersey mother. <laughs> like, I just, I didn't know that they were there, like, watching the whole time. I was stalked. My parents stalked me. So, yes, there was definitely an umbilical cord. And so then, when I decided to move across the country, my mother had, like, a freak out and got... Meltdown. Yeah. Like meltdown. Total fucking meltdown. But me, being the hard ass that I am, I was like, get over it! Obviously, it didn't go well. So... Our relationship deteriorated to the point where I was like, I'm not talking to you again unless it's with the help of a professional. I was like, we need to go to therapy because clearly, because my mother and I really do have a nice relationship, like, and something was like way off there. And so I was like, we need to see a therapist. I'm not talking to you again until you go. And she was like, I'm not going. Well, that's when Pop gets involved, right? My Pop, Mm -hmm. who is like... The most reasonable human on the planet. He really is. Oh my God. The patience of a saint. How he puts up with me and my mother, who are wildly different, by the way. We're crazy in different ways. So he has like a double whammy. You guys are kind of becoming one and the same. I hope you're struggling real hard with <laughs> yeah. that bottle of wine. <laughs> wow. Really hard you don't have to go throwing insults. <laughs> Sometimes you do things and I'm like, wow. I don't say it because then we get that reaction. But since we're being honest, since this is a safe place. Therapy. We're in a safe place right now. This is therapy. Thought I could say it. Guess I can't. Okay. I'll try again. Oh my God. So anyway. You your mom's therapy. So Pop gets involved and calls me up and he's like, well, so, you know, we're, we're going to go to therapy. And I was like, great. We? As in well, all three of us are going now? Cool. Like. 
that's good. Because again, Pop's the most reasonable human on the planet. And I said, you guys pick. You can go to my therapist. You can go to one that you guys have gone to. I don't care. It just, we need, we need professional help. This is like how desperate I was at this point. So the day of the appointment rolls around, like two days later, whatever it was. And we all live in the same town and still at that point. And so I drive over there because we were going to drive together. I forget what the reason was. So anyway, I show up. And I walk in and I'm like, hey, I was like, you guys ready to go? Do you want to drive separately? You want to meet me there? Or you just want to hop in one car? And Pop goes, and I'm like, where's mom? Pop goes, eh, well, she's not feeling so well. I said, uh, okay, do we need to reschedule? And he says, no, 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 uh, well, just you and I will go and, and mom's going to appear by phone. And I said, oh, well, uh, okay, but the therapist that mom picked out happens to be deaf. So my mother picked a deaf therapist and then decided to, I'm using air quotes here, appear by phone. That's like, you gotta, she's gonna call, call in. in to the deaf Did therapist. Did she FaceTime? Maybe it was FaceTime. This was pre-FaceTime. Skype, no Skype. Nope, nope. She's gonna call in to the deaf therapist. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so we show, so Bob, I look at Bob and he's got that like, just roll with me please look. And I was like, okay. So we go, we go to Phil, his name is Phil, we go to Phil's office and he's like, hey, how are you? You know, and he is somebody who is profoundly deaf. Like he, like so much so that when he speaks, you, you are aware that he is deaf. He does like, he has all kinds of like things that help him navigate that world, but he is deaf. I'm not saying like, oh, he's like a little hard of hearing. This poor bastard's deaf. Okay. And so we show up and he goes, where's, where's, uh, where's Jeannie? And Pop goes, ah, well, she's not feeling so great, so she's going to appear by phone. <laughs> and Phil, the deaf therapist, <laughs> looks at my father and looks at me and goes, okay. <laughs> and then proceeds to take us into the office. Needless to say, that session was quite productive. <laughs> was it just you and Pop? Pop and I. Well, yeah, so Pop and I go in there. And he's like, how about the three of us just talk for a half hour or so? And I was like, yeah, great so we talk for like a half hour pop and i kind of give him the backstory what's going on and he looks at us and goes well let's get genie on the phone <laughs> and he goes over to he has a bookcase that has like an old phone like in the like it's not even on his desk because he doesn't use the fucking phone because he's he's deaf and like he comes out and then he dials the number he puts it on speakerphone turns the volume all the way up and puts his head down on the speaker and then my mother you know answers the phone oh hi <laughs> you know and her usual <laughs> like oh we're just having such troubles <laughs> why would she not just go and did she know that he because she was dead? being yeah oh, yes when i say they knew this guy like he's a family friend so she knew he was deaf oh and yeah. then she was like i'm gonna call it yep that's it move yeah <laughs> it's like evil genius shit <laughs> you just go to this therapist i'll call in sounds great thanks mom <laughs> therapist is deaf he's deaf God, damn it uh-huh yeah so you want to talk about crazy fucking family that's how crazy my family is pick a deaf therapist and show up on the phone <laughs> and i mean the end of that story is it worked out fine my mother was having a fucking tantrum tantrum that like 
What's really funny is like I went to one session with all of us and then Phil was like, okay. He's like, I'm just going to work with your parents from now on. It's like, have fun. (laughs) Best of luck. Good luck with that. And it's all many years later now. It's totally fine. But like, yeah, she just was having an absolute fucking panic attack at the thought of me not living six miles away. Leaving the nest. Yeah. In my 30s. Holy fuck. It's a lesson to cut the umbilical cord. I guess so. And like, I'm very grateful that I, my parents are wonderful. Like, I'm very fortunate. I get it. But Jesus fucking Christ. Deaf therapist. That was one of my favorite stories. I was like, now your mom pulled that shit off. (laughs) I remember in my head being like, I need to meet this woman. (laughs) I both commend her and am concerned. (laughs) Right? That's how I've lived my entire life. I'm always, like, I really admire my mother. I'm also deeply worried about her all the time. Like she's, there's a lot of things I'm just like, oh, okay. But when you look at my, the, the rest of my family, like as the generations go, eh, she's not really that crazy. Crazy scale. Yeah. I feel like I could use a therapist again though. I, I too many things So this right is now. not therapy. We're not in therapy right now. This is not a, no, this is not a safe place. You just proved that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not saying I cannot be honest. Thank you. <laughs> We're in a safe place. Sometimes you act like your mother. And that that's not a bad thing. Sometimes I act like my dad and you call me out on it. I love your dad. I know oh, you said love I my didn't mom. Love yeah. your mom. <laughs> that's true. That's rude. <laughs> rude. Yeah, okay. I, I see your point. Like sometimes you have made numerous comments about how my dad and I are like the same human. Yeah, totally. We behave the same way. That's true. And he drives me absolutely insane. That's yeah, I can see that. So we I probably drive him absolutely insane. He's pretty fucking funny, though. He is funny. This is the man who made us watch Silence and Lambs when we were 12. <laughs> you have to appreciate that level of, like... I, right, I do. It's pretty great. Sense of humor. <laughs> my parents have never... Uh, well, my dad... I don't think he's ever seen a therapist. Really? Ever. No, I think he could largely benefit from that. Hugely. Because of wife number two. I think he would benefit from some therapy for that who wouldn't benefit from some therapy though yes also do you ever feel like I, I i know you do because you act as my therapist half the time but like i am not a therapist neither are you technically and technically. i'm amazed at how much of my life i feel like i have to act like a fucking therapist just to get things done in the middle of the day i feel like a hostage negotiator actually yeah no no, no. i feel like it's toddler terrorism hmm like you just have to have like hostage terrorist negotiations with millennials all the time like you act like a toddler and i have to negotiate with you to get the shit done that i need right i'm being a mediator right now not a boss or yeah not a co-worker yeah like hey let's do this together no? No, you don't want to do this? Okay, what do you want to do? <laughs> Where can I meet you? Like, if you give me five paragraphs and I give you back an image, can we make that work? Oh, no, you're going to hold my shit hostage? All right, fuck off, asshole. I don't know. You don't want to do your job today? I don't want to do mine either. Let's all just go home. Oh, you don't want to get fired? Me either. Hmm. I feel like it's constantly, like, negotiating with a, a toddler terrorist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's old enough to drive a car and get paid. Yeah, well, I mean, millennials. Oh, God. 
Yeah, but do I, they not go? To, I feel like they go to a therapist. I feel like the whole like millennial. Do millennials go to therapists? Yeah, I feel like they're huge proponents of it. I mean, my brother, he's a hardcore millennial. Yeah, and he is all about the therapy. Is it helping? No, not at all. <laughs> Which ah, this is a great, great opportunity. Life coaches. Oh my fucking god! So this is like the whole thing. So like millennials either have there's not enough wine. <laughs> either have a therapist or a life coach or both. How many people do you need to sort through your shit and tell well, you and what like, to do or how to feel about it? Have you ever called someone and just been like, "I just need you to make me feel good about my Tuesday"? <laughs> no. I mean, that's what we do every Tuesday. Aren't those friends? Aren't your friends, like, life coaches? Like, hey, I'm having a bad day. Guess what? It's going to be cool. No, you have to pay someone to be like, If you are dumb enough to pay someone to be your fucking life coach, you deserve that. That's all I have to say about that. Those people deserve each other. No, no, no. Like, Darwinism. Something needs to happen. Oh, they should all be wiped out. But they deserve each other. Can we talk about the unsolicited... Life coaching? Life coach offer I got, was it last week or two weeks ago? I forget. Some person that I went to high school with sent me, who I haven't talked to in years, who's like, I don't know, she was a lovely human being in high school. We weren't particularly close, but whatever. She's nice enough. But it was high school. That was 20 fucking years ago. Okay. And what? why would you send me an email offering your services as a life coach? You don't know that my life is in shambles, which it is. But how did you know? (laughs) Are you a psychic? Because that I might be interested in. Life coach? No. Go I away. prefer you read some cards. As well, that is too. Also, what I don't like is the sell of like, I just, I'm offering this to you because I care. No, you don't. You need fucking business. I'd respect it more if you just said that. Also, no thank you. <laughs> and pass. Still, I'm going to pass because like, you know what a really good life coach would tell me? Not to spend fucking money on a life coach. <laughs> It's fucking bullshit. Oh, God. I don't... I, I... The life coach thing has... It's a thing. It's really a thing. Oh, I know. And I don't understand it. I don't know. I, I would love someone to explain to me... Uh-huh. Yeah, because if you have enough money to spend on a life coach, you've gotten far like, enough in your what life... what makes you think you're so great about dictating someone else's life? Oh, we're talking from the life coach's perspective? Yeah. It like, beats the fuck out of me. If someone were to come up to me and be like, hey, can you coach me on my life? I'd be like, no, I no, cannot. can barely get through my own. No, nor do I want to. Because then what happens when you make shitty decisions for another person? Mm-hmm. It's your fault? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a scapegoat. That's it. So life coaches think- are a giant scapegoat. Because, like, if shit goes south, then you uh-huh. can be like, well, my life coach told me... Do we think life coaches are just people that don't want to go to med school? They just don't want to be a therapist. They're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm still going to give you all the same advice, and I'm just not going to go to school for no, it. No, because I feel like rarely people blame their therapist for how shit went south. Yes, because if you really need help, you go to a therapist. Right? Like, so it's not that like you don't want to go to med school. It's like that you think you have some phenomenal life experience that is of value to someone else, when really... Everyone has a different fucking life. Is that life. what it is? It's the ego involved. Like, it has to I'm be like, so good at this, I'm going to tell you how I'm to do so it. I'm so kick-ass at life. Are you? Are you now? Are you fucking Captain America? <laughs> Just saving shit left and right, and everything's perfect. Everything's good. You can tell me how to do that shit with my life. No. Really? Also, why would you want your life to be like somebody else's? That's a thing I don't get either. Sheep. Yeah. Mah. <laughs> 
I just... That's... I mean, have you no creative thought of your own as to no, what you people, want your life to look people like? don't. We have seen that time and time again. <sighs> but life coaching. So life coaching and therapy, I feel like, go hand in hand. Like, they run parallel of, like, you need guidance. You need mm-hmm. direction. You need mm-hmm. someone to say, like, that's a good decision. That's a bad decision. Like, also... If you're an AA, you have a fucking sponsor. What's the difference with that? Right? Maybe that's what we should do. Go to AA? Probably. Not interested. <laughs> you lost me at go to. <laughs> you lost me at A. <laughs> I didn't get to the second I'd one. Not. <laughs> I stopped at Alcoholics. We're not anonymous. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is not anonymous. At I all. laugh into my wine glass. Yeah. Cackle, look, it reverberates in there. It's good. It's the crystal. <laughs> no, I mean, I understand needing guidance, like therapy, absolutely, a sponsor, yeah. something when you're advice, not, help. Right, not sure. sure. Yeah, but if it's like I need direction in my life, mm-hmm. do you know how you find direction in your life? You fuck up. You go fail, do shit. You make a mistake. You make a yeah. bad decision. You yep. take a shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> not a safe place. Not a safe place. <laughs> So I made some, like, bad job life choices that oh, yeah. at the time seemed like, this is a good idea. I'm going to do this. And then... Yeah, you try it out. Got into it and thought, absolutely no way got, in hell yeah, then do you I want to do your this soul can take. Yeah, and your soul starts dying and you mm-hmm. realize you have to try something else. And then you do. And then you're like, wow, soul's still dying. Yeah. Okay, got to try something else out. And sometimes it's the process of elimination. And... As cheesy as this sounds, maybe we should get one of these for the house. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's not the destination, it's the journey. Fuck you. <laughs> if I see a sign anywhere in this house that says that, I'm going to smack you across the face. <laughs> but I, I do think there's some merit in that. It, the message, absolutely. Yeah, like yes. You don't take the most direct path sometimes. No, my God. I mean, and, like, I'm sure. And, like, it's that failure. Like, why is everyone so afraid to fail? I think failing's kind of fun sometimes. You look back and you're laughing. You're like, wow, that was dumb. Uh-huh. And, and funny. Yes. A hundred percent. I'm with you on that. I just, I think that maybe I should have gone to school to be a therapist. <laughs> you have the eyebrow thing. <laughs> raises when you get a little judgy i don't know if you could curtail that (laughs) this this eyebrow has a mind of its own there's definitely no some asshole would come in bitching about some inconsequential not see this is why i can't be a therapist some nonsense it's that let's get your shit together asshole comes in bitching about inconsequential nonsense pretty sure that's anti to like therapist training everywhere yeah, this is why I can't be a therapist. This is probably why I need a therapist. Everyone needs a therapist at times. Yeah. Maybe. How do we feel about electroshock therapy? Why do you always go there? Always. <laughs> always. Always. It is weekly that this is brought up. Is it? I have part of the text chain to prove that. Yeah, maybe I experienced this in another life or something. I don't know. Maybe I was struck by lightning. You should ask your mom if she maybe supports electroshot therapy. She 100% does. I guarantee it. I wonder if she's had it or if you had it. I don't know. Maybe she did it while she was pregnant. (laughs) That would explain so much. Zippy baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
could have been president, goddammit. <laughs> Definitely One the electrocution. zap away from the White House. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> On that note, friend, I think we uh, wrap up this session. <laughs> <laughs> it's our time up, Doc. I think our time's up. <laughs> I hated that. Did you not hate that? Yes. I feel like you always made good progress. And then I was like, and we'll talk about this next time. It's like, way to drag it out like a Fox sitcom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's Thanks like Ryan Seacrest is running this session. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>